0: Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. All right, guys. Welcome back for another episode. In today's episode, I will be joined by Colin, and we will be going over our free agency predictions. So, go over some of the top free agents, where we think we're gonna go. They're gonna go. We don't know how many we'll get to. It'll kind of depend on time, but we hope to get to a lot because a few of the top names we kind of already know where they're gonna go, but not all of them. Uh, top names like Kawhi, KD, we're not really sure, and even some you know lower names. Uh, But no, uh, sorry for no episode yesterday. We were really busy. I literally thought I was going to have time, but uh, I woke up an hour later, I was out of the house, and then I came home at 10pm and I wasn't doing a podcast at 10pm. So I was meaning to do the free agency predictions yesterday, and then my like whatever team should be aiming to do this free agency for free agency and trades. But instead I'm gonna push that back to tomorrow, hopefully. Uh but anyway, now I have a little bit better idea for my predictions. So yeah, sorry for no episode yesterday, but we're back today. So first, well, first and only, we're gonna start with our free agency predictions. So let's get to that. All right. So here we are going to use the list from um hoops hype. I believe yeah, hoops hype. Uh, USA Today Sports, so we're just going to go down their list. This is in no, uh, our order of free agent power rankings. It doesn't really matter because we're going to get to all the, the names you want to hear anyway. Uh, but first, Kawhi Leonard who they have. Uh, he's an unrestricted free agent, obviously played for the Toronto Raptors. He's a real toss-up. Kawhi's is a guy who it's hard to get a read off of him. Uh, you know, doesn't show much emotion. He's not someone that you can hear reports. He's not someone that tampers really with other players. Uh, although it was reported today, him and KD could team up. KD, obviously, you know him and Kyrie. There have obviously been links. So now he's been talking a little bit to Kawhi. It's a little surprising to hear Kawhi like kind of talking with other players. Like, you know, I know, you know, it's NBA, it's business. I'm not shaming him for that or anything. But right now, it sounds like the four options for Kawhi Leonard are the Clippers, the Raptors, the Lakers, and the Knicks. The Knicks are only an option if he decides to go to K. If he decides to pair up with KD, that means it's going to be the Clippers or the Knicks. So if he doesn't pair up with KD, the Knicks are out of this, and I really don't see Kawhi going to New York. If he goes to the Clippers... (sighs) I, it, it, the Clippers are a tough one because if he goes to the Clippers, it's either going to be with KD or it could honestly be by himself. And my prediction is he goes to the Clippers. But we, you know, I just can't see him going to the Lakers. I just can't. For me, I would respect him if he went to New York. I would respect him if he went to the Clippers. I would respect him if he went to Toronto. The one decision I wouldn't respect him for making is going to the Lakers. And I, I would respect him in a sense that it's his deci- decision, but you just proved in Toronto you can lead your own team to a title. Why would you go to the Lakers and be arguably their third wheel? I mean, I know he's – I think he's better than Anthony Davis, but still, in a, in a sense, you can call it a third wheel. Um, I, I don't think he'll go to the Lakers. I heard, you know, the other day when he declined his player option, seriously interested in tr- returning to Toronto, and I said, you know, I might give the slight edge over Toronto right now, and then – I decided to give it back to the Clippers. But now all of a sudden, the Lakers really emerging as a threat to get Kawhi Leonard. And the Clippers and the Raptors were nervous. Again, I don't think the Knicks will get Kawhi Leonard. I'd be really surprised if they do. I'm going with the Clippers on this one. I think if he does team up with Kawhi, they'd go to Los Angeles with the Clippers. I don't count out the uh, Knicks. This morning, a New York fan saw him on the street and was just like, coming to New York. He's like, I don't know. So obviously, he probably hasn't ruled it out, uh, which I wouldn't either. Um but if I had to predict, you know, obviously I think KD may prefer the Knicks, but that's even debatable. So Kawhi is definitely a tough one. If I get this prediction wrong, uh, I'll be a little mad just because it's probably the top free agent. Can't him and KD are close. Um, but at the same time, it was, it's a tough read. But I just can't see him going to go into the Lakers. I really can't. So I'm going to go with the Clippers here.
1: Uh, I can't really.
0: It's a tough it's read. It's it really, really
1: is. is, cause yeah, cause when you said yeah, in a report a couple of days ago or today or something, I forgot when it came out. But he said he might want to team up with Kevin Durant. And so the two options before that that um report came out were the Clippers and the Raptors. Now when it came out, came out is is the, the Lakers Clip- really the Clippers, is- Raptors? Lakers. And then he said he is showing interest in the Lakers. So now it brings us to four options. But the two main options at the beginning were the, the Raptors. Or I mean,
0: Raptors and the Clippers. Or the Clippers.
1: Yes. So, and then with the throwing KD, he has a higher chance of going to the Clippers. So I'm going to say, yeah, he goes to the Clippers. But it's either between Toronto or the Clippers. I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers or
0: I forget who it was. But this was back before, like, the NFL playoffs started, I do believe. I remember this was, like, around Christmas time, maybe. I, I really forget. It was around, like, January, you know, late December. Yeah, I think it was late December. It was, like, New Year's Eve or something. I don't know why. I think it was around this time. Don't quote me on this. Or it was, like, a year ago. Um, But somebody said on TV, it was on ESPN, I forget who it was, but they said, hot take, this was like before the end, it was, I forget what it was, was either like over a year ago, or it was like five months ago, and they said in the 2019-2020 season, Katie and Kawhi will pair up in Los Angeles on the Clippers and win the NBA championship, but I thought about it, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what he said, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that's what he said, I don't know who it was, I want to go back and find that clip, and if that could be a possibility. Um, but no, Kawhi Leonard, I'd say he goes to the Clippers. Uh, but I don't rule out the Raptors, the Lakers, or even the Knicks. Uh, a lot of people have been saying lately, like, they haven't paid attention to the KD and Kawhi news because they're saying it probably won't happen. But you can't rule anything out. I mean, even some things that don't aren't reported, I mean, you can't rule these things out. It's just NBA free agency. Things are going to get wild. And if you say, "Yeah, there's a fifteen percent chance Katie and Kawhi uh, team up," that's what you think. Behind the scenes, they could be. It's basically a, might be a lock between the two. I don't think it is, but. Then again, we just don't know. So you can't count those things out. And I think that also helps my uh, – because although I don't think Katie and Kawhi will pair up, I'm choosing the Clippers because I think Kawhi goes to the Clippers on his own. But if they do team up, there's a possibility also that he goes I to the I mean, course. yeah,
1: anything can happen in free agency. Yes. I mean, just recently, Nikola Mirotic signed with Barcelona. Barcelona. People yeah. thought he was going to get like a $20 million, $15 million contract. Not twenty no, but – Maybe $15 million contract somewhere eh. in the NBA. And he ends up signing with Barcelona.
0: Yeah, you never know. Uh, And second, we have Kevin Durant. um, And he has reported the four teams he will meet up with are the Warriors, the Knicks, the Nets, and the Clippers. So he has no interest to join LeBron. I think we already knew that. But first option, the Warriors. Let me tell you, ever since he went down with the injury, the Warriors aren't a bad option. I know I've said this time and time again, but I'll say it another time it wouldn't be a horrible option. I The only bad thing is he just declined his player option, so I think once he did that, it was pretty much a lock he wouldn't go back to Golden State. But if he goes to Golden State, he should sign probably a one-year deal. Uh, and the reason being, one year's maybe a, a player option or two in case he returns from his injury and he's not the same, so he can stay there and get the same money if that's the route he wants to take. But for KD, if he's not hurt right now, it makes no sense to go back to Golden State. But now that... Uh, KD is hurt, there actually is a case for him to return to Golden State for the fact that he could return there short term and rehab in a place he's comfortable with. He could go out Say You know, he is relocating to San Francisco, technically, uh, but he's staying with the same organization he's been with for the past few years, and when he comes, he's rehabbing with trainers he's used to and in an area he's used to and not walking into some brand-new place with brand-new people he doesn't know and letting them, you know, rehab his body. He can stay in Golden State. You know, they're going to be willing to pay him big bucks like all the other teams, but I think they'd be willing even just to keep him on a short-term deal, a little more willing than maybe some of these other teams. And in the end, when he comes back from his injury, whether that's late in the season next year, he can get a ring out of it. There's a possibility. And, yes, if he teams up with the Nets with Kyrie, there's a possibility there. If he goes to the Clippers or the Knicks with Kawhi, there's a possibility that Kawhi could take them all the way and then KD just hops on at the end. Yes, but within Golden State, there's a, serious, there's a case for it now, but I don't think he will now that he's declined his player option. But I think he'll still give him one last pitch. Uh, he's already said so. The Nets would be him teaming up with Kyrie. I'll tell you right now, that's my prediction. Kyrie goes to the Nets. These past few days, I've been thinking about it. You know, The Nets extending D'Angelo Russell's qualifying offer made me think, are they going to re-sign D'Angelo Russell? But no, I think they are confident. Because now that the Nets, you have to think about it this way. The Nets, I think he might go to the Nets. Because here's the thing. My prediction is the Nets, and here's why. The Nets, we've heard the reports that they're going to sign Kyrie Irving. And the Nets have also said, we will only sign Kyrie if we feel we can get another superstar with them, specifically Kevin Durant, and if not, like Jimmy Butler. So they must feel pretty confident that they can get Kevin Durant. Maybe it's Jimmy Butler, you know, secretly. But again, we've heard reports Jimmy Butler to the Rockets, so we we just don't really know. But again, I'm predicting the Nets because I do feel... Him and Kyrie still have that relationship. I do think he's talked to Kawhi, but I don't think anything's got too serious. What do I know? But that's just what I believe, what I feel. And... At the end of the day, I think the Nets only, as they said, they only really wanted Kyrie if they could get a um, another star with them. They didn't want it to be the Kyrie solo act. So I do feel they can get a. They are confident they can get a big another big time free agent. So that's why I think KD will be a Brooklyn net with Kyrie next. I mean,
1: it? why would the Nets want a Kyrie solo act? They saw what happened last year and or this year in Boston. It didn't work out too well but i think kevin durant it this is also a tough one because kevin durant's kind of shown me that he's pretty soft i mean he he cannot lead a team on his own and he's kind of afraid to do why it why would you say that well Wait, what what he's, makes you say he he's can't a, lead a team on sorry his own. he's afraid to lead a team on his own he has gone from the Thunder with Russell Westbrook. The Thunder,
0: He. the problem was he, he felt drafted, like he was.
1: Okay, he got drafted by them. That's not the point. Then he went to the Warriors.
0: Yeah, but what makes them. you say he was scared in OKC? Because I felt no, like no, 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 it was no, more no. the vibe that. No, 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 I'm, okay. I'm
1: talking about how he's always had another star there. Oh, okay. He's had Russell Westbrook, then Yeah, Steph but I think Curry. the whole point of him
0: leaving Golden State is so he can lead his old team to a championship and not. improve his legacy. He wants
1: to go go to a team with like with Kawhi, he wants to go to a team with Kyrie Irving.
0: He's yes, Kyrie he wants the them as a side star.
1: A side star. Mm, he wants another star. He can't do it on it's, his own. You, I, it, it's so hard to win a championship by
0: alone. I know, but NBA. at least
1: not another superstar like Kyrie
0: Irving or Kyrie Irving's Kawhi a debatable Leonard. superstar, and no, you no. Know, it's pretty hard to win without another superstar. I know Kawhi did it, you know. Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam are stars, not superstars, but the year before that, you know, you got Golden State. So, you know, I, I just think it's that's a debatable statement that you just made. I think Kyrie, not a superstar. Not saying that just because I'm not a Celtics fan. it's just it to be a superstar, it takes more than just talent. How can you lead a team? Yeah, you know, your leadership. You know all that type of stuff. You get the point, and I think Kawhi's got it. Kawhi's definitely superstar, but Kyrie, no. And I do think if he goes to Brooklyn again, we'll talk. If he signs back with Golden State, you might have a point call. And if he signs with Kawhi in Los Angeles, we can start talking. I'm not. I'm still not sold on that though. Um, but if he signs with, you know, I just think you just need that at least another star. And I think he's just like, you know what, why not another superstar in Kawhi? I mean, that I wouldn't say that's hurting his legacy. So it, it it depends. We'll talk after free agency. We'll talk, you know, what happens because I, I think we got to get the show rolling a little bit. And um, with that being said, I, I mean, it's a little debatable. So right. we'll, I'm, we'll I'm think of this i narrowed down through. my
1: options for Kevin Durant. Probably the Nets.
0: What's your final prediction? The Nets? Nets. All right. Yeah. Same. All right. Then Kyrie. We just talked about it. Yeah, the Nets. Easy Nets. I. He's already basically committed to the Nets. He's committed to the Nets. And the Nets are basically already committed to him. Again, I do think there's a possibility the Nets could bail last second if all of a sudden KD doesn't go, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what, we're not really sure about this, you know. So. There's a possibility, but, again, I don't know. And then the next one's Kemba Walker. Again, an easy one. He's going to the Boston Celtics. The two sides have also committed. He already told mm-hmm. the Charlotte Hornets front office he's going to Boston, which is awesome news. I love it. We talked about this for the past two episodes. So, again, what do you think about that? Uh, Kemba, I know oh, yeah, you I, called I, in, I did yeah. call in. I think
1: Kemba, I didn't really say what I thought, but uh, I think Kemba will be a good fit. I I think he. Do you think win. he's better
0: than Kyrie Irving? Yeah, for for this specific fit, yes. So, do you think you know who's better skills? Better, sc- like who's a better mm-hmm. player, Kyrie or Kemba? Kemba Walker. You're yeah, that Walker. little Celtics fan. You are that little annoying no, Celtics I fan. No, I am not. Shut up. I am not. Why? I know. I saw this stat earlier. Their past 300 games, their stats are almost similar. But keep in mind, Kyrie has been banged up. He's playing on a Celtic team where he gets way less shots than Kemba Walker. And that was only points, assists, and I believe steals. So, or rebounds or something. It didn't mean field goals or shots because Kyrie is more efficient. Um, I would have said this if Kemba Walker was on the Hornets and Kyrie was on the Nets. I don't care. I you think care. Kemba Walker it is comes better on, than Kyrie Irving? It Erving. comes down to the talents. Ky- no, the talents. I don't care about the team. Okay, talent-wise, who's talent, better, Kemba Walker or Kyrie Irving? Are you including leading a team? Just talent-wise, who's better? Just talent. So like, leading a team. Who is a better player? I don't. Te- no, leading no, a team no, does no, not, not play a factor. No. All
1: right, no. then Kyrie. Okay, Kyrie me. has the
0: edge in skill-wise. Yes. Here's the thing. Kyrie Irving is better skill-wise. Kemba is a better leader. And overall, I'd say a better fit with the Celtics. I would rather have Kemba. Um, okay, that's alright with me, because I, I can understand your frustration towards Kyrie, we were worse without with him, so I can understand that, but call, saying Kyrie's skill is better than Kemba Walker means you're that little Celtics fan that supports every little move they do, and if I told you this a week ago, when you didn't know Kemba Walker was even interested in Boston, for those Celtics fans out there, that if you didn't even know a week ago, you would have said, I have to admit, Kyrie Irving, but now that you know he's a Celtic, I've heard some of you guys, oh, Kemba Walker is better than Kyrie Irving, and is debatably better than, I haven't really heard this, but I'm sure there's a few people out there that really so biased, and I hate it so much. Don't, I, I hate, I don't like biased sports fan. If you're a little bit biased, like, yes, obviously, if it's Something a debatable subject. Like, usually I'm going to choose my team to win it all. If we are if we have a serious, uh, serious chance, like the Patriots with the Super Bowl, like going into the playoffs, I didn't pick the Celtics to win. But if it's a toss-up, I'm going to choose my team. But things like this, I just hate them when you get too biased. If you're a little biased, yes, me, I'm a little biased. Most of the time I hate on my teams and criticize them because that's just what I'm supposed to do. But I am a little biased to them at, in certain things, but not... Too biased at all. I think that's just a normal thing.
1: I've said this since the All-Star break. Kemba Walker is the fifth best yes, point guard in the I agree. I agree with that. First Kyrie game.
0: Dame, uh, Kyrie, Russ Ru- in some order. Yeah. Then, okay. Jimmy Butler is next. Jimmy Butler is a tough one. You can say the, seven. Trade you to- can say the 76ers. You can say the sign and trade to the Rockets. He could pair up with Kyrie to the Nets as the fallback plan. If they can't get uh, KD... I think there's a slight chance maybe he goes to New York, for all we know. Um, He could go to the Clippers with Kawhi or even KD. He could go to the Lakers. We don't know with Jimmy Butler. Uh, and in this picture, they have him with the Timberwolves. So, I mean, they have updated it because I did this list with Thomas. This was before I even on my podcast. Because we have been interested for about a year or so in doing it, and we just never did it. But before I had this podcast, I, I, did, I did like three episodes on Thomas. One of them, we used this list, and it's not the same, but they clearly didn't update the pictures. But for me, it's tough. To really, you know, get a grasp more where he's going. Colin, you said a sign and trade with the uh, Rockets.
1: That, that's one of my options. And my next option is re-sign to the Sixers. It's so tough for me. I think the Sixers will end up signing him. Whether they trade him to the Rockets right, or not yeah. is their... All right. I, mean, I don't know what they're going to do. I know that the Sixers will sign him. He does that. have a
0: player option, but I think it's only for, like, 20 mil or something. I'm not really – don't quote me on that. Well, but he thought he was going to decline it and then yeah. he'll sign. Um, I, 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 again, I don't really think he has a huge reason to leave Philly. Uh, You know, they're were a shot away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals. He seemed to not really have a problem with those young guys. And I know, you know, Philly's not a team that I really believe in, but there's still potential there. You know, I know I've been kind of hating on the Sixers and saying, you know, there's no way they really have a chance of winning the East and all that. And again, they didn't. They did better than I thought, though. There's still potential there. He fit well with that team in uh, in the locker room much better than we thought. But it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense why he wanted to leave. But for the Rockets, a sign-and-trade, not a good idea at all. Uh, CP3 and James Harden is already enough uh, in that locker room. And I know we've kind of, you know, P.J. Tucker's tried covering it up. And they said there's not a whole lot arguing. I argue more, you know, that whole thing. But you had Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry. You can only have two of the three. I mean you can either you either pick James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler and C P three or C P three James Garden. Because those three duos, whichever one you choose, is boiling already. You choose another one, it's overflowing, it's too much. And that trade will probably involve like PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon. Uh, and I think P.J. Tucker would be a great fit for them, uh, the um, 76ers, because he gives them that defense and shooting that they need. But with that being, uh, with all that being said, it gives them more depth as well. Uh, but you know, I, I think the 76ers really have to uh, explore their options and don't get stupid with this. Don't try to re-sign Jimmy Butler just so you can make this trade, just so you can make a trade and get something out of him. Because if you have the options of letting Jimmy Butler walk, or doing a sign and trade to give them to Houston. Check. Make sure you know what the trade is to Houston, because I'm not just saying, oh, I just want to get something out of them. Because all of a sudden, if you get Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and Clint Capella, just throwing that out there. You, you know, I don't know how that fits. I don't really think they should be interested in Clint Capella at all. Uh, PJ Tucker, they should have interest in Eric Gordon, maybe. But you know, I, I guess what I'm trying to say say it's tough to put it into words, but just don't. You know, force yourself into getting something out of them. Okay? The only
1: thing is, I don't know how much both teams are interested in Jimmy Butler. I
0: know that the Sixers probably are after the after he had a pretty good year. With the, the Houston Lassiter. Rockets are. It makes sense why they would be too. Daryl Morey said we have to reflect, step back, and make changes to but this roster. But they might roster. not have
1: enough money if they. Yeah, that's why there's going to be a three-team
0: Chris, trade. Chris Paul. Three-team trade.
1: He was gonna go to the Celtics. That was pretty much Chris Paul. Chris? No, 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 no. Hold on. Listen to me. He was he was going to go to the Celtics. They thought they had him on the Celtics, and then now Kemba's gonna go sign with the Celtics. Well, you thought
0: Chris Paul was going to the Celtics? Like that was a walk?
1: No, 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 no. They they might have thought that, and then they were like, no, Oh yeah, yeah they we'll didn't... trade Chris. No, we'll trade Chris Paul to the Celtics, and then Kemba is gonna go sign there now. So they can't trade him to the Celtics. So they, they they
0: explored it as a possibility, but they were never like, oh, yeah, we're just going to send you to the no, Celtics. No, that, to they, yeah, they they had it as a, a possibility. possibility. Yeah, that but was you're probably saying their
1: highest. Debatable. CP3's CB, um, highest chance of a team that he was going to was the Celtics. We don't know that for a fact. That was what most people were saying. No.
0: Just One you. of the teams. No one really said it. They were just like, yeah, there's possibilities. I didn't really hear anyone say this part, team has the highest possibility because people are at a scramble at that point. Like, there's 15 different teams, not really. But, no, you're, you're one of the, like, only people I've heard say that was the top possibility because no one really knows. That's just a guess. Um, No offense, but Jimmy Butler really could go anywhere. Again, I don't really see him going to the Lakers. I think there's a possibility he has interest, but I think they have other priorities uh, and I just think someone else is going to go there, or they're just going to decide to mu- spread out the money, which doesn't sound like they will. The Nets could be a possibility, but again, I think KD and Kyrie are going there. The Knicks, slight possibility, but I don't, I don't really think so. And the other team, the Clippers, uh, could be a possibility, but again, I just think sign and trade to the Rockets. I, I just see them with the Rockets. I see them having locker room issues there, all of that. Then there's D'Angelo Russell, another wild card that we really know nothing about. Uh, And I wouldn't say nothing, but we don't know a lot about. The Nets have uh, explored maybe trying to do a sign-and-trade with D'Angelo Russell, and there's still a possibility. But from what I've heard today, they are just going to... uh, would he re-announce his contract and make him an unrestricted free agent because he's currently a restricted free agent, which means the Nets could just match any one of his offers. But instead, I think they're just going to let him walk. Now that Kyrie's gone, that's what I've heard at least. So, again, teams that could be in the running, Timberwolves, the Phoenix Suns, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, And you you throw some other possibilities, the Los Angeles Lakers. Both sides have interest, and that's crazy because he's just traded – Uh, by Magic Johnson. But Magic Johnson is not. Yeah, that's that's what he said. He said he doesn't feel
1: offended by the Lakers anymore because Magic Johnson isn't.
0: And he was the one that made the decision. Overall, when it comes down to it, I'll be completely honest with you. I have no clue. I have no freaking clue. Um, because really, you just don't know. I haven't really heard any reports with D'Angelo Russell. I just haven't. And you just you don't really know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about him. Carl Anthony Towns wants him. Again, Phoenix Suns wouldn't be a bad fit. Him and Devin Booker in the backcourt, maybe a little too ball dominant. Uh, I don't
1: see that one happening. Yeah,
0: and I don't see him going to Phoenix. The Lakers, though, have, have a shot. You look mm-hmm. at it. Right now, I think their main priority is Kawhi. Katie's not going to go there. It doesn't sound like Kyrie's going there. Kemba, not going there. So, they have kind of been like, we need a point guard the most, D'Angelo Russell. But I think they're looking at this as Kawhi, D'Angelo Russell, then maybe, um... Klay Thompson? Jimmy oh, Butler. No, Clay Thompson, because Klay is going back to yeah. the Warriors. Wow. Then, you know, maybe Chris Middleton. But no, he's going back to the Bucks. That's what I was talking about, that this is getting a little less interesting, because we kind of already know where these guys are going. Uh, but, no, I think D'Angelo Russell is one of their top options. I really narrow it down to the Lakers and the Pacers when I really think about it. The Timberwolves have a chance, but at the end of the day, just something tells me it's just not going to happen. I could see it happening, but I think the Pacers have a actually underrated, low-key shot, especially with Darren Collison retiring. That was shocking news. Um but I just feel like the Pacers are kind of flying under the radar for him a little on a little bit. I could see him going back to the Lakers though, just being one of those awkward things. But again, I I really don't know. If I uh, if you guys want to hear my prediction, I'll go with I'll go with the Lakers. I think the Lakers right now. They, they are just not going to spread out the money. I think they should spread out the money and get good 3 and D roll guys, solid point guards, like, 3 and D roll, get depth, get 3 and D roll guys, you know, defensive-minded players, get all that. Instead of spending all your money on a third star and then getting all the rest guys' minimum contract, I don't know if D- D'Lo will be um, excuse me up for the max contract. I think that is still up for debate. But, you know, whether he is or isn't, he's going to get a lot of money and they're basically going to have to pay all the rest of the guys minimum dollar deals. So outside of this big three that you're going to form, you're going to have, well, you're technically going to have a big four. Because outside of, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Kyle Kuzma, you have minimum dollar players. Which are harder and harder to find in today's NBA. The minimum should be b- bumped up a little bit because most of these guys nowadays, like, you'll find some guy, they're like, yeah, that's a minimum dollar player. Maybe a few years ago, now they're wanting four or five million dollars. So you can't afford this, and this is just some little player, like, you know, Patrick Beverly, who, you know, great defender, but still. What I'm trying to say is, outside of those four guys, they're not really going to have anything. And I know that's a star-studded team, and this is today's league's all about star power, but you need a little depth. I mean, shows with, like, the 76ers, and the Raptors proved it. Uh, they they didn't have the most star power. Yes, you had Kawhi, and Kyle Lowry's a star, and Pascal Siakam, but the Warriors had more star power. And I know, you know, Steph, Clay, who's injured by the end, Buggy, Draymond and Katie was gone, but still, the Raptors beat the Warriors with depth, not with star power. So depth is becoming yeah, they a lot more important. They again. had
1: those big people no, the little people off the bench step up, like Fred Van Fleet yes. or a ton of other people coming mm-hmm. off the
0: bench. Norman Powell had a couple good games in the playoffs. Yeah. All right. So Klay Thompson, he's going back to Golden State. A few mm-hmm. people I heard Oh wait, I didn't do my prediction. Oh, for uh D'Angelo. So, Russell.
1: Quick summary. Fourth runner-up, Phoenix Suns. Third runner-up, Indiana Pacers. Second runner-up, Minnesota. Yeah, I don't
0: count on Minnesota either. I think
1: either. Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell will do a little bit of talking, you know. Carl Anthony Towns might get him. But I think overall, Lakers, I've heard some reports. He feels a little betrayed by the Nets that he said he would, he wouldn't, um, they could renounce his rights and, uh... He'll take a pay cut for the team so they could get better players to surround him, and they're not going to do that. And he feels a little betrayed. And he said, "Now that Magic Johnson's gone, he doesn't have a problem with the Lakers." So. Yeah, and you
0: have the fact that the Lakers have interest in D'Angelo Russell's interest to return. Uh, you are not Swaggy P there either. Um, but now we move on. Uh, two easy ones in a row here. Clay Thompson. He's going back to Golden State. Those of you I know, he's. Going, he was going to quote unquote set up a meeting with Los Angeles Clippers, but that was only to have leverage on the Warriors and kind of make them force them a little more to pay him that big, the big bucks. I know they were a little uh, hesitant after that injury, but at the end of the day, they gotta sign him back. I know he's getting older. Um, I don't know what his age is, but he's getting older. Uh, And I know he's hurt, but he's you know he really he's kind of like Draymond Green. Those two are kind of like your X factors behind Steph Curry on that team. I uh, like the heart and soul, the big three, the old big three. Uh, Clay to the Warriors. You agree? Yeah. All right. Chris Middleton. Uh, he had a player option, but he's going to apparently get the max from Milwaukee. I don't think Chris Middleton is a max player, in my opinion. He's a good shooter. Um, also, again, he is he is um an underrated wing. Um, he's a very efficient scorer. A great shooter that can really uh spread the um spread the floor, and he also distributes the ball pretty well, um, and he's a pretty good defensive player, but he's no all-star, and I feel like you already have Giannis, you already got Eric Bledsoe, Overall, Chris Middleton or Malcolm Brogdon is actually a debatable one, but I take Chris Middleton because I feel like people say he can only shoot efficiently. He can do more than that. He's a solid passing wing, which I feel like passing wings like that, like three-point passing wings like Joe Ingles, like how much value does that really bring? But I think it brings something. He can also rebound, above average defender. I think people say Brogdon or Middleton. I'm going with Middleton if I'm the Bucks, but... Uh, people have overrated Brogdon a little bit lately, just a little. I, it's hard to say, but Chris Middleton it's going back to the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: Yeah, he already pretty much came yeah. out and said it.
0: All right, now we have Tobias Harris, uh, unrestricted free agent, uh, last played for the Philadelphia 76ers. So we obviously, both of us, think Jimmy Butler is gone. So what about Tobias Harris? No, I
1: said that um... – Jimmy Butler would the Sixers would sign him back. Yeah, but or then they
0: trade him. I said they would oh, either oh. keep him well, or trade him. I'm not really sure. All right, so really sure. anyway, um, I don't think Jimmy will be back in the Sixers uniform next year. So with Tobias Harris, I think it's the same thing. He won't be back either. I do think there's a possibility where he signs. I think they're uh the Nets plan D. Behind signing Kyrie and Katie, Kyrie and Jimmy Butler, or ditching the whole plan and just renouncing re-announcing D'Angelo Russell is to get Tobias Harris. Maybe Tobias Harris and D'Angelo Russell, but again, Low possibility he goes to the Nets, but still a possibility. I've heard a ton of teams are interested in Tobias Harris. The Grizzlies have interest. I doubt he'll go there, though. Uh, the big one for me is the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jazz have a star-studded roster all of a sudden. you got Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. If they get Tobias Harris, their starting five all of a sudden consists of Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Tobias Harris, and Rudy Gobert. That is four all-star caliber players. Five!
1: And- the all-star himself, the GOAT, Joe Ingles. I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> right. I know. Um, so, all right, I'm looking at some of this. Okay, so uh, six minutes ago, Jordan Schultz uh, reported, a Tobias Harris to the Nets signing could definitely make sense in some scenarios, a league source tells ESPN. Harris, who turns 27 in July, is from Long, all right, Long Island. Oh, he's from Long Island. However, there is a perception among the league that Circles Harris ultimately re- remains in Philly at the max. Okay. Um, so, some people believe a net signing would make sense. He is from Long Island. But at the end of the day, most league sources believe he will sign back in Philly for the max. It does make sense. Boban is there. I do believe Boban is a free agent, but don't quote me on that because I don't really know. Um but that that makes me think a little bit more. Maybe he does return to the Sixers. I think the Nets would Actually, make sense.
1: Yeah, because him and Bobon are really yeah. good friends. Yeah,
0: uh, I hate basing my decision off that, but it does make it, sense. It yeah, it a makes lot sense. Of but <laughs> for me, I don't think a lot of the Grizzlies. You look at some of these teams. For me, the Nets make some sense, but it goes down to the Seventy Sixes and the Jazz. Yep. But as I was saying, for the Jazz, Mike Conley all star caliber, Donovan Mitchell all star caliber, Tobias Harris all star caliber, Rudy Gobert all star caliber, and you round it out with Joe Ingles. And Ingles is a very underrated piece, no all star caliber player, but he rounds that whole rotation he's, out. Non ball dominant wing. You know he's going to space the floor for you. Has a great three ball. He's a great defender on the wing to help pick up the slack um, because outside of Rudy Gobert, that our roster, that starting five doesn't have a doesn't consist of a lot of defense. So Joe Ingles helps on your wing right there, and he's a good passing wing. And again, he's not going to be very ball dominant because you already have Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell. I think may take a bit of time for them sharing the ball. I don't think they'll have a big problem, but. That just in itself, and I know you got some non-ball-dominant stars, again, like Tobias Harris, but still, that's a nice piece, because you don't want someone too ball-dominant there, so Joe Ingles really rounds yeah, that Yeah, I out. feel
1: like he's one of, like, the top ten or five role players that the Jazz could possibly yes. have in that Yeah, scenario. especially because
0: like, he's used to the old he, cynic. Uh, he's, like,
1: perfect for, for that. Uh, uh, yeah, just line.
0: about perfect. Um. But, again, Tobias Harris, like, now after hearing that report, uh, really he, makes me think.
1: Yeah, he could sign back.
0: Oh, yeah, and then the Mavs could be one. Yep, the Dallas Mavericks could be one. Personally, I, don't I think just think will.
1: it's uh, the 76ers or Jazz.
0: For some reason, I can just see him in a Mavericks jersey, but I don't want to base my decision off that. So again, Sixers or the Jazz for me. Really, really tough decision there. Cause after that report, like most people do believe he's signing for the Max. And I don't want to base all my decisions off league reports because sometimes those people are wrong and sometimes every free agency bold things happen that no one will see. And most people do see the jazz at the same time. But again, we always say yes, yes, this and this and this go off one of the top options. But there's always a few people who sign somewhere where you'd never expect. So, I want to make one of those predictions. And with Tobias Harris here. Um, t- but, again, yeah, I heard this report also. Bleacher Report 27 minutes ago. Tobias Harris rumors. Nets have interest in star if they don't sign Kevin Durant. So, again, follow-back plan. Um, next, we have Kristaps. Porzingis, restricted free agent. One of the easiest ones. He's going back to Dallas. I yep. mean, that's that's simple. They traded for him to get him. Luca and Kristaps. Uh, are going to be the future in Dallas. Chris Tapps is going nowhere. Uh, next, we have Nikola Vucevic. Again, uh, another tough read. You don't really hear a lot about him. All-star, I thought he was a bit of a fluke last season, but he's still a solid player. Uh, I hope the Celtics really don't get him, because, again, he's get aging. He's a bit of a fluke. I don't really need him either. I know you need all the front court help you get, but I centers, still don't want him.
1: Centers in this um free agency class, I feel like, is the toughest position to read because there's so many, since there's so many of them, there's so many different openings for centers on so many different teams. So I just feel like there's a ton of different options, like the
0: Hawks or the Mavericks. The Lakers, or, even. Yeah, the Lakers. Again, here's what I think, no, about I don't the, think the, Lakers. the Lakers are a possibility. It's one of the top possibilities, although it's very unlikely. Um, but, again, I think they have, they're have they interested in many more players over Nikola Vucevic. Plus, their front court is already loaded, so I doubt that. But it's a possibility. Like, that's why they're playing, like, F. Uh, I don't count out the Clippers. For some reason, nagging at me is, like, don't forget the Clippers. Because uh, I think if they get Kawhi and if they don't get KD, the odds of them getting another player is small, Slight chance Tobias Harris actually wants to go back even after that trade. Jimmy Butler, maybe there's a small chance he goes there. But Vucevic wouldn't be a horrible uh, pick. I know they have Zubac and Harrell, but Harrell, uh, I think, is capable of playing power forward. And so Zubac, plus I think they'll have the money anyway to get Vucevic, if they want to, to give uh, Kawhi Leonard something. Again, I don't think that's at the top of their priority list either. But if I had to predict somewhere, I think... Oh, actually, the more that I think about this, I was about to say the Magic, but here's my thing. I don't have, when I look at it, I think Al Hoover's a possibility for them, but I don't think he'll go there. I think um, for Tobias Harris, again, slight possibility. Kemba Walker was a good option, but he's off the board, so there's a chance they do land Vooch. Uh, I think they are looking for that third star uh, to pair with Luka and... Uh, Chris asked, so my problem is don't waste the money if you're Dallas. Don't make a move because you have to. That's a uh, thing franchises tend to make. They have all the salary cap space and they make a move because they feel forced to. You're not forced. If you're Dallas, feel free to save that money. If you feel like Vucevic is not a bad option, but he's not really a great one either, save your money for next year. Save your money, uh, you know, spread it for maybe a few better role players this off season, and save it for maybe a better player next offseason. Don't make a big move because you feel forced to. The Dallas Mavericks are by no means forced to make a big move this offseason. Get back Kristaps Porzingis and maybe sign. If you can't get that big fish free agent, that's fine. Save your money. You know, spend a little bit on it on a role player or two to fill in a few gaps, give your team a little bit of depth, and help out, you know, Luca and Chris Stapps a little bit, and you'll be all set. Save some of that money for your future. You have to invest in the future, Sign you know, pay Chris Stapps and Luca in the future, assuming Chris Stapps comes back and is the same player he was in New York. And maybe you will be able in saving that money, get another big time free agent in the future. You don't have to, don't waste your money if you don't have to. But I so I think Vuc will go back to the Orlando Magic, but don't count out the Dallas Mavericks uh, or any other team.
1: Uh, I actually think that Nikola Vucevic will go to the. It's close. It's. I think it will be either. Him or Demarcus Cousins, that go to the Mavericks or the Hawks. Both both of them will go to one of those two teams, but I think Vucevic will go to the Hawks.
0: Bold is my
1: final prediction. I
0: just the thing is, it makes sense for Vucevic, but. Then again, you remember the Hawks trade for Alan Crabb. feel like more of a salary cap dumping space. Like, they had a lot of cap space, but they decided, you know, we don't feel like a big player in free agency, so as long as we would like a big guy like named like Nikola Vucevic, but we don't feel like we have a great shot at one, so we're going to spend that money just taking on salaries for picks. So I don't count it out, Colin, but just that kind of makes me think, you know what, and plus, a guy like Vucevic, what's so appealing about the Hawks? The city of Atlanta, no. The team... He's in his prime already and Atlanta's more of a rebuilding team. So I I don't count it out Colin, well, but
1: the Magic are more of a rebuilding team too
0: and Yes, but that's he calls that like home. That's where yeah. he's been for the past few years. Um then DeMarcus Cousins, I seriously think he's going to the Knicks. I've heard these reports. I think he's going to go there on a 1-year deal because here's my here's my thing. He only made $5 million last season. And he rushed back from a quad injury and played horribly in the finals. DeMarcus Cousins hurt his stock. Last season, he got he was injured. Then he got injured again. And when he came back, DeMarcus Cousins didn't look that good. We do have to remember he was not a very good fit with that Golden State Warriors team. But the Knicks are going to be super desperate. And I think as much as the Mavericks probably have interest, uh, the Lakers may still have a little bit of interest. And all these other teams. I think he's going to the Knicks because the Knicks will be willing to pay him the most money in my eyes. The Knicks, I think, are going to completely strike out this offseason. They were looking they traded Chris Stapps. They they traded Chris because they thought they're getting Katie and Kyrie. And instead they strike out on both those guys. Now all of a sudden they're panicking and they're gonna say, you know what? We'll take DeMarcus Cousins. Uh and again, not a horrible option, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the Knicks. They shouldn't be focused on more rebuilding than getting, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, but it makes sense for Cousins because I think the Knicks will go in and be willing to pay him a whole heck of a lot more money than any other team will, and plus they'll own his bird rights too. Whether he, uh, Boogie looks at it as a positive or a negative is up to him because the positive could be if he plays well. They decide to sign him long-term on the big bucks, but DeMarcus Cousins I think he will go to the Knicks because the Knicks will be willing to pay him the most money. What do you think? Actually, I'm,
1: I'm changing my prediction. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I think DeMarcus Cousins will go to the Hawks, and Nikola Vucevic will go to the
0: Mavericks. Why the Hawks for Cousins?
1: I don't know. I feel like he's on the move, and he's going around, the, what, the past two years. He's been on three different teams. Now he's just kind of looking for somewhere to go, and he's going to be asking for some big money after taking that pay cut last year. So I think they're, yeah, like you said, the Knicks are a good option because they're going to be willing to pay anybody big money because they lost their two big people that they thought that they might have a good chance of getting. And then they end up that Katie might go there and Kyrie probably not going to go to the Knicks anymore. So he might go to the Knicks, but I think the Hawks are going to be like, listen. You're not worth the money that you were in Sacramento, or the yeah. Pelicans, or something like that. And then he's gonna understand, and he's gonna chi- sign. Boogie's a, a hard short guy to just get to understand. Deal, like a one-year deal with the Atlanta Hawks,
0: and then he, and then next year he will probably sign somewhere else. But all right. So then there's Julius Randle. Uh Randall is a tough one. Uh, the Nets, Knicks, Bulls, and Kings seem to have the most interest. The Nets, no, I don't see him going to the Nets at all. I think they're gonna get Katie and Kyrie, and if not, maybe Tobias Harris. I just don't see Julius Randle going there. The Bulls, again, I I don't see them really either. I don't count them out, but at the same time, I feel like they have a lot of those you know young guy slots filled out. And at the end of the day, I think I just don't see him going to the Bulls. Then there's the Kings, who again. I don't count out, but I don't, I still don't – I just don't see him. That one, actually, the Kings, I don't really count out as much. But at the end of the day, I see him going to the New York Knicks along with DeMarcus Cousins. Julius Randle is a guy very underrated, and I just feel, you know, the Nets are, like, interested, but they're just like, listen, bud, you're like our plan G, okay? So he's just going to be like, all right, so I'll go wander over somewhere else. Then the Bulls are going to be like – I think the Bulls would be – Willing, like, we have a lot of interest in you, we're just not sure how much money we can pay you, because Zach Levine's gonna want some money, Laurie is gonna want some money, Otto Porter's already on a huge contract, Robin Lopez is cutting into chunks of their salary. Robin Lopez is getting paid $13 million. Yeah, I think it's 14 but whatever, <laughs> who cares. Uh, Wendell Carter, uh, you know, solid player. Uh, Kobe White, you really don't know, and so they have a lot of pieces, so I feel like they're gonna be like, listen, we might not be able to pay you maybe as much money, we'll be close to it, and you'll be able to come on to a nice young team, but we're not really sure, so that's why, and then the Kings, kind of the same thing, um, they have Fox, they have Heald, who Heald's kind of sort of entering his prime now, because he was so, uh, he was like 22 when he was drafted, but, um... Fox healed. You know Bogdan Bogdanovich might want a big bit of money, not a lot, but a bit, and they're gonna have to pay a center. And I don't know if you consider Julius Randall a center. He's more of a small ball big. And I feel like they—that's the last thing the Kings need—is a small ball big like Julius Randle, Because here's the here's when it comes down to it. They need a big, a uh, big, you know, like Willie Cauley Stein, a bigger wing, a bigger center that can protect that rim and rebound because Julius Randle is an A rebounder and he's not a very good rim protector. That team needs defense desperately and they need some rebounding, and I don't really think Julius Randle supports you with either one. And then there's the Knicks who I think will be willing to pay him in DeMarcus Cousins. So I think at the end of the day, the Knicks, you know, the All-Star game a few months ago are you know, thinking, we're going to get Kyrie and KD, and instead they strike out and they're left with Julius Randle and DeMarcus Cousins. What do you think for Julius Randle?
1: Uh, I think he will go to the Knicks also. Um, I personally would love to see him sign back with New Orleans, but I don't think there's a whole lot of chance that's happening. I kind of ruled that out after they picked Jackson Hayes with the uh-huh. eighth pick. I was like,
0: and wait Zion. a minute
1: here. They're picking two bigs in the first ten picks. Uh-huh and they traded the fourth pick because it's not because they'd either pick for like Jarrett Culver Darius Garland DeAndre Hunter. or Deandre Hunter and none of those people are big men so they traded it away yeah for we get the point yeah eighth, eighth pick and and then, then, yeah so they i don't I don't really see that same reasons as I, I said, said. said yeah and then the Knicks are willing to do whatever uh-huh. because they're just in
0: complete scramble mode <laughs> then there's Al Horford we all thought he was going back to the Celtics easy. He'll opt back into his player option at the beginning of the month. We were like, oh, maybe he'll opt out of his player option just take a pay cut for the team. No, it turns out the teams, usually, the both sides, Celtics and Al Horford, mutually agreed to part ways. Now, for Al Horford, it goes down to a few suitors here. You know, teams like the Dallas Mavericks or the Los Angeles Clippers, and I'm going with the Los Angeles Clippers. I want to give the Mavericks some love because I felt like they were going to pay someone, and I really don't count out Horford to the Mavericks at all. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes there, but at the end of the day, I think the Clippers will be his destination. I feel like he's a good fit there. He's the type of player that the Clippers are looking for, and I think, you know, it'll finally, you know, the Clippers will finally get that bigger name free agent to go along with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, that they were looking for. Obviously, they're interested in Katie. I don't think they'll get him. Maybe they have a little bit of interest in Jimmy Butler. They won't get him. Some of those other guys in the land for Al Horford. Settle for Al Horford. wasn't their best option, but I think they'll be content with it, and I think that's the type of player they're looking for if they strike out with guys like Katie.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Al Horford will go to the Clippers too. He said that was his – he said uh, the day – or the day after that he said he was going to part ways with the Celtics. The Mavericks were his number one option, and then over the course of these two weeks, he's changed it to the Clippers now, and then the Lakers are somewhere behind in the runner-up. But I think he'll end up going to the Clippers, same reasons he said. All
0: right, Boyan Bogdanovich, I want you to go first for this one because I just feel like I want to go second, uh, so you can go first.
1: Back to the Pacers, I mean... The Pacers aren't gonna sign any big name free agents. Boy, I'm debatable.
0: I don't think so. Um, because when I look at it. I think they yeah, have they a might chance D'Angelo at D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. I don't think they will either, but they definitely have a chance at D'Angelo they Russell. Could. And Boyan Bogdanovich is a star free agent, but he's actually a pretty big name. I know he's 15th on this list, but you have to remember how deep this free agency class is and how underrated Boyan Bogdanovich is. The man averaged 18 points per game last season and yeah. shot 43% from three. And is a very good defender.
1: I think he's the perfect piece to go along with Not the perfect piece No, that I regret saying that, but he's a good piece to go along with Victor Oladipo, and I think the Pacers are willing to pay him a little bit more than they were already paying him, and he'll end up saying, yeah, why not, I'll just sign back with the Pacers, and they make a deal with that, and I think there are other teams, like, that are in need of some shooters that probably want him too, but... Pacers is my final answer for that.
0: My prediction. I don't rule out the Pacers at all, but my prediction is the San Antonio Spurs. I like that. Yeah, they the Spurs really are really on, flying under the radar, and this is one of the bigger names, if if you, if you can consider. Boy, I do, but really, it's the only real big ish name that they're even in the running for here. Boyan Bogdanovich. It makes a lot of sense. They get that. Ideal player on the wing. It seems like a guy that Coach Pop would really like. I think he fits into their system. He's a salt. I think he's still proving himself as a closer, but showing the potential to be one He's a shooter, which I think Popovich would really like. Another shooter. He's a good defender. Again, something Greg Popovich would really like. I think he's... he think he's a... Um, in a way, he's a Rudy, go- Rudy Gay. He's going to be their replacement for Rudy Gay if Rudy Gay doesn't go back. Because they're both good defenders, but Gay is more of a drive to the hoop type player, face up to the hoop basket, and Boyan Bogdanovich more of a shooter. And I think that's the style the Spurs are starting to mold into. Just my opinion. Uh, But I think Boyan Bogdanovich and people said maybe because they made the T.J. Warren trade. In my opinion, that really doesn't play a factor. I think they only made the T.J. Warren trade for insurance in case Boyan Bogdanovich leaves, which, again, could play a factor, but also because that trade was so hard to pass up on. You're giving up a little bit of cash for a very early second-round pick in T.J. Warren. Sign me up. TJ Warren's a good player. He, yeah. he averaged like what, eighteen points. Again, that's kind of like Evan Fournier, like scrap points. Like you're on a bad team, but again, yeah. and really all he does is score. So I like TJ Warren a lot, but again, that's a little debatable. But I yeah. on the Pacers, he would be a good fit, though. All right, Brooke Lopez. I'm going. He's going back to the Milwaukee yeah. Bucks. I think he's very comfortable with the Bucks. Uh, he's a perfect fit with the Milwaukee Flash Bucks, Mountain. and I, yeah, I think he's going to stay. So you agree? Yeah. All right. Moving on, DeAndre Jordan, I have narrowed down my options to the Lakers or the Nets. I, I could play in a few other options, but at the end of the day, I think the Knicks are signing multiple big men, Julius Randle and DeMarcus Cousins. The Nets are interested in having him join uh, uh, Katie and Kyrie. I guess Sharon Sounds Allen's coming like off the bench. The, the Nets are interested in everybody yes. joining their team. Yes, but they're, they're top interest. Like, they're sender that they're going after is him. And I know that Al Horford reportedly could go to the Nets, but I think that's died down and it won't happen. So DeAndre Durden is possibly there, or the Lakers. But here's the thing with the Lakers. It sounds like he'd have to sign the minimum. He's coming off a season where he averaged almost $23 million. He's not getting that. Uh, Jeff Schwartz is his agent, pretty good agent, so maybe we'll be able to get him a little more. But he's not – I don't think he'll settle for the minimum. So if I had to choose, I'm actually probably going to go with the Nets. I I think – I know with KD and Kyrie, it won't be as fun as it was last season, like, off the bench, but DeAndre Jordan seems like a guy that could kind of lighten that situation up a little bit with two of the dullest guys in the league, and I think overall, they could actually have the money to pay DeAndre Jordan more than the minimum, which it sounds like the Lakers will have to pay him.
1: So, DeAndre
0: Jordan... But the I don't count are- out either one, and I think if I wouldn't even be surprised if he signs somewhere else than the Nets or the Lakers.
1: Teams have shown interest in DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan has not really said anything uh-uh. about free agency, and I think since he hasn't said anything, this will be one of the two shocks of
0: the draft I have here. I also think the thing about DeAndre Jordan, sorry to, um, sorry that sorry <laughs> just for one second, is. He gives that team rebounding, which they need, and he's such a good screen setter. He could play a little pick and roll with Kyrie Irving, which Kyrie has had, uh, which Kyrie had in Boston. Him and Al Horford worked so well in that pick and roll game, and I think Jared Allen, not really a pick and roll type guy, so that's also why they might be interested. Just saying. All right, move. move. All right, let, let me get my dramatic effect back. So, uh, I
1: think he'll be the shock of the draft, and um, he will go
0: to the Sacramento Kings. Deandre Jordan? Yes. Not a bad choice. Like, usually when you make a bold statement, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Nerd. And I wonder what planet you're living on. <laughs> but this one, not bad. Do I think it'll happen? 5% chance. 10% chance. Uh, but I don't I do count it out. It. No, I, I don't. I'm not saying it will happen, but no, I I, I don't count it out. He's like yeah. an... Uh, I didn't count it out. They'd have the money. It makes in sense. In a okay. way, he's
1: an upgraded version of Willie Colley Stein almost. He's like a, fi- a pretty good rebounder. him
0: you've made a good bull yes. prediction.
1: And so I think he's going to go to the Sacramento Kings.
0: All right. Uh, Now we got Malcolm Brogdon. I don't think he's going to the Bucks at all, especially Chris Middleton reportedly getting the max. But when it comes down to it, he may not go to back to the box but I don't really know where Malcolm Brogdon's going to be honest. Uh, but again, I don't know where any of these guys are going so what's your prediction Colin? Uh I'm
1: um, Jeez, I haven't really thought about him. I've been thinking about like the big free agents where they're going to go. Huh. And then Malcolm Brogdon would be a f- big free agent in any other draft class, but not in this
0: draft one. class. Yeah, he would be <laughs> <laughs> draft
1: class, free agent class, sorry. And then I, I don't know. I feel like he might go to a team like like a low key team. Maybe something like do the Miami Heat have the cap space? I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's I heard like they that. might get
0: Jimmy Butler, the it's, Heat, but then again I don't I don't know. It does they shouldn't but Yeah,
1: I, I feel like the days. Miami Heat are like that team that don't know really what they're doing. So I feel like that kind of team would sign
0: not all right, let me there. let me go a little bold here. Let me go with the Indiana Pacers.
1: I think I was thinking about that and I think he right. plays pretty similar to Victor Oladipo, so I don't think they're
0: kind of similar. Not, Not really. really. No,
1: but kind of. Uh,
0: I'll tell you why in a minute. But again, they were looking at Kemba, DeAndre Russell, they strike out there. Darren Collison retires. Victor Depot's hurt, so they they need a guard, because even if Victor Oladipo comes back healthy, they don't have a guard to pair with him. If he doesn't come back healthy and he's not really the same, they're going to need someone, especially after they don't get Boyan Bogdanovich either. Now, all of a sudden, they have the money, and they're going to go out and get Malcolm Brogdon here. Brogdon is someone who can play on and off the ball, so if Victor Oladipo needs a breather or he's still hurt, Brogdon can run your offense and score on his own. But if Victor Oladipo's back, you could have Malcolm Rugged play off-ball and actually hit threes and help space the floor for Victor Oladipo. And Oladipo's a good defender, and so is he. So, the only I mean, thing is that what, just sweltering.
1: What position do you think he plays?
0: Either one. He plays either guard position. Uh, He, plays, he can play an off-ball point guard, an off-ball shooting guard, or he can play an on-ball point guard, or even an on-ball shooting guard. If him and Eric Bledsoe, if Eric Bledsoe wasn't really doing that good, you know, whatever. He can play either guard position on ball or off ball. It's a great thing about Malcolm Brogdon. He's an underrated piece. He can create his own game. He can shoot off ball. You can create his game on and off the ball. Sweltering defender. Great player. I think the Pacers
1: would be a good yep. option for him.
0: All right, now we got Danny Green. Um Danny Green is is a is a good good question. Here's my thing. He said I'd be interested in the Lakers. It depends, like, what happens with the Raptors. Are we signing back the same guys? Is Kawhi coming back? And I predicted that Kawhi wasn't coming back, so neither is Danny Green. I could actually see Green going to the Clippers, but it hasn't sounded like the Clippers have interest in him, so I could really see the Los Angeles Lakers. But I really strongly think he could go to the Clippers if the Clippers showed interest. If the Clippers show interest, I think Danny Green would be like, well, they're willing to pay me the money, it's Los Angeles, sounds pretty good, and I clearly want to have real interest in where Kawhi goes. I play with Kawhi basically my whole career in San Antonio, then me and him were traded to Toronto. So I've known Kawhi longer than basically any player in the league, and he was a big part of my decision whether I was going to stay or go in Toronto. So I think if the Clippers show interest in Danny Green, there's a good chance he could go there. I know they're kind of loaded at guard, but whatever. I mean, so are the Cavs, and they clearly want more, so...
1: Uh, I'm just throwing that
0: out there. You, I don't
1: really know with um, Danny Green. It's either, like you said, the Clippers or the Raptors. But I think he he might sign back with – I'm leaning more toward Raptors.
0: Okay, see, so, so he, yeah. here's the thing about that, Colin. He said he – like, he, the odds of him returning if Kawhi leaves are not that good. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I know. I, I don't count it out
1: either, but I, I – I, I, I just I just don't know if – I, I don't know. I it, Something tells me he doesn't have that great of a possibility of following
0: Ka- Kawhi Ryan. All right. JJ Reddick's next. I think he's going back to the 76ers. I've heard some people call JJ Reddick a 3D wing lately, which has really annoyed me. No he's defense not a at good all. Defender, no. But he's a great shooter. Awesome, Amazing sharpshooter. Can really spread the floor. Um. And he does, you know, he played for the 76ers last season after playing for the Clippers the season before. I think it really goes down to the I think he really is a willing guy to go anywhere if the money's right. Um and he feels comfortable there, which is basically every team. But I think he's going back to the Sixers. I don't think they're getting Jimmy Butler back. Uh I don't I don't count out Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris returning again. I said Tobias Harris, there's actually a good chance he might re-sign. But even if Tobias Harris resigns, signs, if they only get Jimmy Butler or Tobias Harris, which I think they're either getting none or one. Either way, J.J. Reddick, I do believe, will come back. I just feel the Sixers will be able to offer him more money than the Lakers will. Again, this is the thing about signing three max de- guys, because you basically have no money after that. And at the end of the day, J.J. Reddick I, I watched his um, documentary, The Process, a few times, and he showed interest in the money. So I think he's going to show interest once again. And plus he gets to stay put with his family. And in that documentary also, his family is constantly on the move. So I think he's going to want to settle down, especially at his age. What do you think?
1: Uh, Yeah, back to the 76ers. I think if the Lakers don't sign D'Angelo Russell or any other big free agent, I think J.J. Reddick goes to the Lakers. But I think the Lakers will end up being the stupid team in the free agency and just sign another big free agent and have no money left. So, J.J. Reddick will go back to the 76 All
0: right, now we got Harrison Barnes. Again, he shocked us all by opting out of his player option, which was crazy because at the time, we were just like, he'll never get that amount of money anywhere else. But it turns out Harrison Barnes is more about his future. He wants to be locked in on a contract now. So, he's willing to you know, part ways with $25 million and maybe get, you know, 10 mil at most or surround that number to be locked in long-term. I just think he declines player options so that way he could sign long-term with the Sacramento Kings.
1: Yeah, same. I was so shocked when when he did that. I, I was like, you are in 20, what is it, Twenty. Yeah, I just think he, five, wants, yeah, he 20... wants to
0: just be locked in lock-term right now.
1: Yeah, I guess that's long-term, what he's doing because – I've heard that he wants to sign back with the Sacramento Kings. Yep. And then I was like, you're not going to get that money anywhere else. So, All
0: right. Uh, Nicole Miertich, hashtag Barcelona. All right. <laughs> uh, Marcus Morris. Again, a bit of a wild card here because we really haven't um, – really haven't. He's more of a sh- – I heard a lot about him. More of a stretch four here. Uh, can get in rebounds. He's more of an inconsistent rebounder, but um, – what do you think? I don't know uh, what to say. What do you think?
1: I don't know if the Celtics. I think the Celtics will not re-sign him, just for the fact that they're gonna try to clear up some money since they have. Gordon. I think I think they should we be because they wanna
0: they want a front court guy, and I know Marcus Morris is more of a stretch big, but um, still, I think they should be interested to bring him back. But he was a bit of a pain. He was kind of toxic in the locker room. Uh, But I think the Clippers have had interest in Marcus Morris, and I really could see that happening. Uh, I could see him going to the Lakers uh, if they have the money. Marcus Morris is no minimum-dollar player. Uh, Maybe he goes to the Knicks, but I don't see that happening. Maybe the Kings are an uh, underrated spot. Uh, Maybe, I guess, the Celtics. I could throw in the Suns as well as a possibility. At the end of the day, I think I'm going to go with the Clippers. Or I might even go with the Kings. Those are the two top possibilities for me. I don't count out the Suns either. Uh, But at the end of the day, one of those three places for me. I think the Celtics. If I had to guess somewhere officially, though, you know what? I'll go with the Clippers. I think the Celtics
1: or the Kings. But I think since the Kings are going to sign back Harrison Barnes, I think he'll go back to the Celtics, although I, I don't think it will really work out in the end. I think he will go back to the Celtics, although I don't want him to or I don't think this will work at all, but back to the Celtics.
0: All right, so now we are going to get to Jonas Valanciunas. I think this is um, pretty easy. I love Jonas Valanciunas. When he played for the Raptors, he wasn't a great fit there, and I said he has potential to do something other places. And then he got traded to the Grizzlies, put up monster numbers, and, uh, yeah, he's going back to the Memphis Yeah, Grizzlies. he's just going to yeah. go back to the All right, games. so now um, we got some guys. I'm going to skip over some guys and go to some of, like, the bigger names because there are some guys on here that I really want to get to more than others. So there's just a ton of – I know, there's a ton of names – and um, we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna skip some guys here because we're over an hour already. So there might be a few names that I, I don't get to. But again, if you want to really know, because I think this is the point of the episode where most of you guys have tuned out or most of you guys really don't care. But if there is seriously someone who I didn't get, I'm not going to get to in this episode that you really wanna hear, feel free to call in on the Acre Mobile app. Um, seriously, I just feel like now we're at the point where you guys don't really care, so I just want to get to some of the bigger names that aren't really in this, like, top 25, um, so, uh, yeah, let's get to that. Alright, so the first player we are going to get to, uh, kind of skipping over a few players here, um, is Derrick Rose. Uh, I feel a little bit you know, like, oh, you're going for an easy one here. But, no, I feel like Derrick Rose is a pretty bigger name outside this top, like, 24, 25. Most people do know he's going to the Pistons, but if you don't know, he's probably going to go to the Pistons. But I want to see if Colin is still on board with the Pacers. Or I am still, still
1: on board with him. Really? The so, there's wow. some... There's like one or two every year. That All right, are like, yeah, I'll give you that. That, yeah. that say that they're gonna sign somewhere and don't end up doing it. And I think Derrick Rose is gonna be one of them. The Pacers are in need of a point guard right now after
0: Darren. That is fair. I mean, for me, plans. though, I predicted they get Malcolm Brogdon. So yeah, yeah, that
1: that for you it's understandable. But um, yeah, I think he ends up signing with the Pacers and. Not the Pistons, and fans are going to be all confused, but I think he's going to sign with the Pacers. I've been saying that for a while now. I even called and said it for a, a couple days ago, but for like two months or a month, I've been saying
0: that Derek Rose will go to the Pacers. So I'm, I'm just going to stick with that. All right. Tara Rozier. Uh definitely a pretty big name out to the top 24, 25, just known scary Terry. Uh he's definitely overrated by many. I believe he'll go to the New York Knicks. The New yeah. York Knicks look at him as look at him so highly. Uh and again, that's the New York Knicks. And I'm not saying because the New York Knicks look at him as basically almost at the, the levels Kyrie Irving means I do. Uh but because the Knicks are kind of crazy. But no, I do think the Knicks are like all in on Terry Rozier – and really are going to go after him and be willing to spend big bucks for Terry Rozier. Yeah, Terry Rozier
1: thinks very highly of himself, and the Knicks think very highly of himself, of him. Terry Rozier. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a perfect match. Yes.
0: All right, uh, next we'll have Patrick Beverly. I feel like this is a guy who he's ranked 35 on this list. Uh, And he's just a pest defensively good team leader. But the thing about Beverly is his name just pops up in this free agency class when it comes to the underrated free agency. I know he's 35, and I skipped over some guys like 25. But Beverly is one of those guys who is just so well-known around the league for a guy at his value. He's just a pest defensively. I think he's either going to sign back with the Clippers or he's going to the Lakers. I think, though, at the end of the day, I think he's going to the Lakers. I think he's one of those guys who would be close to the minimum. I do think since they're going to get D'Angelo Russell, they'll have a bit of spare money left to pay a guy a little over the minimum, and uh, he might be one of those guys, or he may go for the minimum. He's going to be something close to that. He's getting paid just over five mil this year, so I think at max he gets paid five mil again, but it should be around four, $3 million, something around that range. So I think uh, that's where he will go, but either Los Angeles team. I, uh, I, think, I
1: think that the Clippers – Needs some leadership, so he's going to sign back there. Even with Kawhi? You don't really can consider Kawhi a leader? I do. As a little an, bit. an on-court leader, but I don't think he's very vocal Yeah, okay. and, like, talking. Like, and I think like, Patrick Beverly right. is one of those people who says everything. They're just mm-hmm. – whatever pops up in
0: their mind, they, he'll just start talking. All right. Uh, let me look. We strive for one more – Give me a second here, guys. Uh, I, I'll look. Sure, we'll go with Isaiah Thomas. Colin pointed on my screen. It's like we'll go for Isaiah Thomas here. Who do you think he's going? I'd love to see him go back to Boston. And uh, to be I, honest, I think he's going yeah. back. I, 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 would. I Isaiah Thomas, my favorite player, ranked 55th on this list. The guy just has a great story in general. He... 60th pick by the Sacramento Kings, has been traded about seven times, has been hated for his height. Uh, has been doubted for his height, has suffered many injuries. Like, the guy has had every single obstacle and still fights to be the best basketball player possible. I mean, I really just want to see him come back to Boston. It would be, a, it would be awesome. He's a great fit. I mean, if he's a starting or back, I think he's more of a backup caliber point guard. But I think there's a possibility he would ease his way into as a solid pro again uh, in Boston because this is just still where he calls home. Brad Stevens loves him. Uh, and he could hopefully recover from his injury. And I think if he's gonna want to, if he's gonna shine somewhere, Boston's the place. And he's most loved here. He's so loved uh, here in um, in Boston. So I think that would be a good spot. Again, I missed a lot of guys here, but we are just closing in. Uh, Colin, you can get in your quick prediction uh, on this. Well,
1: since we've already got um, two, we picked two undersized point guards in the draft. This year, Tre- Tremont Waters. That's and true. Carson Edwards. And I think, why not just go for a third? Isaiah Thomas, come back. I think you'll bring some fans back into the seats. A the, few. No, a lot more than a few. Like, I why? Why A lot of people like so, Isaiah Do you Thomas. think Boston
0: fans, do, Boston fans do usually give up on their team.
1: No, they don't. They I, never give up on their
0: team, and so why would it bring back fans? Like they just gave oh, up once at Thomas was gone, bring in a so, few fans, maybe maybe it catches fans, the eye of yeah. a few people. Yeah. I guess I don't really they think say, that's the oh, most thing. I just think it's to get the Celtics fans that are already here excited, and it's best for uh, the a, a guy that's been in your system could really help lead those young guys at the point guard position, kind of just show I th- them. What it's I all think about. they say, oh, you know what?
1: We've had some some Celtics fans have just completely given up like you were about to um i forget if it was on your podcast or thomas's podcast i was listening to when you two did your um uh, both of your podcasts and when you two were on each other's Okay, and okay okay i was get to it and i listened to it and you said something about yeah you said that you were about to just Give up on the Celtics, because they're doing that bad. Obviously, it was an
0: over-exaggeration. Yeah,
1: but but I think that's how most people, um... (laughs) Sorry, I'm just laughing about one of the names. It's a long story, so I won't get to it. Maybe next episode. But, um... So, um... I think a lot of people have just kind of given up, and then they see Isaiah Thomas' name back on the court. They might come back, watch a couple games the Isaiah Thomas play, and then
0: they might sell the Celtics. No, I, I really beg to defer you. You're acting like this is something where it's going to bring back hundreds of Celtics fans. Hundreds? No. You. you well, you just said, yeah, a lot. What I did you, not say, yeah, a lot. In a fan, said, in the – Yeah, the, a little bit. I thought you meant, like, five, and then... Then why are you even discussing this? Why is this a discussion? We're going to sign this guy, Isaiah Thomas, we're going to spend a million dollars to bring back five Celtics fans. No, that's what you said. Then what were you saying? What number were you, was in your mind? Like,
1: around, maybe like, yeah, maybe around like a
0: hundred, not like hundred. So we're spending a million dollars to no! get a hundred Celtics fans back? No. He's a good backup not, point guard, not, too. Not many Celtics fans give up on their team, I'll tell you that much. I'm sorry, I just really... I don't know, I'm sorry. It, to me, that just didn't make a whole lot of sense. But anyway, thank you for doing the show, calling. and we missed a lot of free agents there. I mean, we got to the big names. This took, like, an hour, 15 minutes to make, so I think you guys are um, pretty... I'm just impressed if you've even stuck around this long. I think most people just stayed to hear the big names and left, because I, although, like... I'm, when I'm talking about names that we missed, I'm talking like Ennis Cantor. type names like Rudy Gay, Daddy's Young is what we missed. So if you guys are interested to hear where I think they will go or call in, feel free to call in uh, on the Anchor mobile app. Long episode if you guys stuck through. Thank you, guys. Again, call in on the Anchor mobile app, type in after the weather sports talk, send a voice message, or type in our Safari after the weather sports talk by Aiden Mayer on Anchor. It should pop up. You should be able to send in that voice message that way. So thank you guys for listening. Again, if you're really, really interested to hear where some other names are going to go, feel free to call in. I just feel, felt most of you weren't. But if you are a guy like me and are interested in these little things, uh, then feel free to call in. But yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I hope to see you next time.